This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> what are you checking your Ozempic schedule? Is it time yeah. to take another dose? It's time to blow out my shitter. <laughs> How do you take Ozempic? Is it a shot or a pill? I don't know. I don't know. What does it do for you? Apparently, apparently, you remember that kid on Ellen? Apparently, yes. um, it was meant for diabetics. Yeah, to, but like, what are people taking it for? Oh, they're just taking it to lose weight. No, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, the whole uproar about it. Like, that it's not really safe, oh, I guess, if you're... Oh, if you're not diabetic and people are taking Ozempic to lose Or whatever weight. it's for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay It was okay, for okay. a medical purpose, but people realized you can lose a bunch of weight on it, so now they're taking it for that. Mm. I always see posts about, like, housewives taking Ozempic. Well, that's fab, fierce, and fun. They gotta get ready for the white party. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. How am I gonna fit in my white dress? Don't shit yourself with the white dress. I know. You're gonna have skid marks. I have to look super skinny for my husband to embezzle millions. Erica Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh my God. Hi guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Did you hear the Maybelline drama? I totally forgot about it. I did not. So. Oh God almighty. What is with the drama? I can't. I'm going to be sick. People don't like gays. They just get so mad about it. Yeah. So, okay. What's the drama? I haven't Maybelline did a branded partnership with two male makeup artists and they both have beards and every Karen is like, makeup is for women so they're all like they're trying to bud light it are we not past this already i the longer i'm alive the more i realize that humans don't evolve in any way shape and form we're pathetic as a human i cannot believe we haven't extinct ourselves quicker we are taking so many steps back where male makeup artists shaped oh i know we were fine with it back in, i want a guy to do my makeup and i want this and every single person at sephora well 99 percent mm. Of them. Yeah. The other 1% was like, ew, I don't want oh, you to do my makeup. And, and you know what? Hold on one second, please. Let me look at the camera and address the audience because we were red a little bit and I want to clear something up for the children. Clear the air. The audience. Out of everyone here, who would be, be the, the three? three? I want to make something very clear that when we were told no to do someone's makeup, I don't want him doing oh. my makeup. This wasn't always a gay thing. This was a male thing. Oh, it was a male thing. Yeah. This was not. And that what was did the they per- think? They thought it was because it was a gay thing. And there were times where there was somebody, that, the, one time. Who gives a shit? There was somebody who gives that a said, shit what it was about. Yeah. Someone walked up to us, looked at us and said, I don't want I you don't to want do him my doing my makeup. And does was, it matter what their reason was? And there was many of people in the comments that were like, I want I would have died if you one of you to yeah, do my yeah. makeup, whatever. But people assumed it was a gay thing. It was not. Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, there was the one time that it was a gay thing for me, and my manager kicked the person out of the store. Yeah. The other times, it was because we were male. Yeah. That they did not want us doing their faces. People always saw it like this, but now it's coming out a little bit more clearly. And oh, I, God, I need yeah. to clear that up, too. They wanted a woman doing their makeup because they thought we were completely unaware of how to perform 
our jobs and we did it better than yeah. some of the girls that were doing it. Yeah. So now I feel like now going to this point of like bearded men in the Maybelline makeup ad that we don't want it here is Maybelline trying to include people be relevant. Yeah. yeah. And because men are doing makeup and have been since yeah. Kevin Kwan wrote the book on it, literally wrote the book on it. Totally. But here we are now regressing as a society that we think men are only good for power tools and <laughs> what? I know, I know. Well, A, it's a waste of oxygen to debate what the reason someone discriminated against us was. That's I know. why do we live in that world. You know what I mean? Like where why are you even it must in the be comment? A gay thing. And I'm why like, are you in the comment section debating what the reason was why they did? The point was they looked at our face and said, I don't want you to do my makeup with no understanding of our skill no, level or what the case nothing. was. That's the problem with the world, though. It's our knee-jerk reaction to like sympathize with someone or try to understand why someone is discriminating. I don't give a shit. A B, it's because everyone's getting so much more emboldened to be, because like I said about the Bud Light thing, there these, I think conservatives are realizing, or some conservatives, that they can win by being loud and crying, like the Bud Light situation, and Bud Light didn't back Dylan Mulvaney. So they say, oh, Maybelline just did this. So if we cry about it, Maybelline will back down and do the same thing Bud Light did. Did they? What? Did no, Maybelline, Maybelline hasn't. Maybelline hasn't backed down. Okay. They're still supporting them. Yeah. So I got it. I got it. Well, it doesn't say. surprise me because Maybelline's always been great with that. But, but and I got to say, Maybelline, they better stick to I know, I know. it and really back your creators on this one. Yes. Don't pull a Bud Light and say nothing to the person. Put them under the line of fire and then be like, and Homer back away Simpson and into nothing. the bushes. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. I need Maybelline to come out and be like, if you don't like it, don't buy our yeah. shit. That's how Ulta always is, which is amazing. Like, oh, they put up the sign on the door and said, I know. this place is no no room for hate here. Yeah. If you hate people, get out. Like, get but you know what? That's what I even life. appreciated about my one manager when somebody was homophobic towards me. They she went up to her and was like, I need you to get up. And she was like, yeah, thought she was going to tell her to like move her chair. And she goes, get your purse and get out. You know, she goes, you are not welcome I here. Know. And I was like, word up. You know what's insane to me? And I've never brought it up. This happened a, a while ago now. And I've never brought it up because I literally, as everyone listened to me, look at me as God is my witness. Don't find this person, whatever, because you know how conservatives get when you like acknowledge them or double down then they get crazy i was like basically stitched on one conservative <gasps> girl's like youtube channel or whatever yes. where she was like my tart video where the title of the video was are women only beauty brands canceled first of all nobody gets an erection to the word woke and canceled like conservatives does they like still write i don't even know Anybody who says those words anymore and they don't want it to go away because they love weaponizing it. And it was just so miraculous to me because A, the take was so elementary where it was like, I have millions of followers. So what am I complaining about? OK, so I'm one of 10 men with a big following when thousands upon thousands upon thousands of women have followings. Me being one of the 10, I should not try to bring visibility to all the people still getting the shit kicked out of them, you know, who don't have the following I have, A. And B, just to write the title, are women-only beauty brands canceled? You're not embarrassed by that? You know what that says to me? Her grandmother in 1950 was walking to the grocery store saying, are whites-only diners canceled? 
You're that Quite person. Literally. Yes. Are you that stupid? You yes. don't realize what you sound like. But Mary, time they is are moving that stupid. Forward. Yes. yes. Time is moving forward and time is progressing. Yes. How ridiculous are you? Like, and that's what I mean. I but just can't people, stand it anymore. These people don't realize that they're on the wrong side of history. And you can I stay over time. there. Go be over there. Then. I just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to let evolution is going to wipe them out. Literally. Mm-hmm. Girl. So on no that time. note. Yeah, yeah. Which we ask, honestly, people always ask me like, yeah, or in the comments of this, people that are so amazing and supportive of you and I, like what they can do, et cetera. It's almost like asking people of color how to fix racism. It's not their problem. It's white people's problem to fix racism. Yeah. Same with this situation. We're doing all we can do. You know what I mean? I show up on all my social medias every day and post myself in makeup. You're here with me constantly yep. in makeup, whatever. We're doing what we're doing. Existing is all we can do. It's up to the people that are not queer people who support us, who support this. Go to Maybelline's post and flood it with positivity. That's the difference. You yes. showing Maybelline, you love that they're doing this. That's how to make a difference. Because the squeaky wheel always gets the oil and crybabies are always the loudest. So you need to be just as vocal in a positive way as to counterbalance the negativity. I think that is the most important thing, too, is that we realize and walk away from it is not showing the people that are showing all the hate more hate Mm -hmm. and going back and retaliating. We need to go show love. Yes, 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 yes. Love and support threading like love throughout all of those hateful comments that will overpower and overtake all of that hatred if you spam maybelline's post with positivity that's going to show maybelline this is this is good the right thing to do it always comes down to the almighty dollar because that was bud light the minute they started losing money they ran for the hills if you support it you have to be vocal about it don't take it for granted and go buy these collections if they have yes go buy the product go buy some maybelline totally totally show the support and if you can't financially support comment go comment exactly so this is amazing i love what you're doing and go show some love to maybelline so anywho's today we are talking about (laughs) oh yeah 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 we are answering google's most asked beauty questions which might be some of yours yes and of course we're going to do a purchase or pass yes so uh yeah let's dive right on into these google questions and answer some of them and hope that they these should be good help you guys This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. We are answering Google's most searched beauty questions. So you want to 
read the first one? What is slugging? What is slugging? So for those of you who've never heard of slugging, it yes. is a skincare term where you take a now, thicker product, a thicker product like Vaseline or something uh, of a thicker consistency to seal in your skincare. So you would do your normal steps of like serum, moisturizer, eye cream, etc. And then lock it in with mm-hmm. something thicker, more rich, almost like a Vaseline texture. Slugging originated here in the 15th century. It says members of a Native American tribe who dug oil pits in northwestern Pennsylvania used petroleum jelly on human and animal skin to protect wounds, stimulate healing, and keep the skin moist. Wow. And then it developed into the K-beauty trend of slugging using other ointments and healing products to um, protect, to keep all like the dirt and bacteria out and moisture in. (gasps) Fascinating. I never knew that. Really cool. I did not know it went back that far. And I mean, it even says that throughout like the 19th century, there was more adaptations of the trend, which is really cool using petroleum jelly first. Really cool. I did not know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was a K-beauty trend. Oh, that's incredible. This whole time, but it dates back all the way to the 15th century from a Native American tribe. I love it. I love doing (laughs) it. You've done it? Yeah. All the time. I've never done it. Okay, so let me... T- okay, so then let uh, my successes with slug? slugging... I've slugged all the time. I love it. So the thing I love using it with is the CeraVe healing ointment. And it's literally for... That's the one I've seen people do amazing. it with. Amazing. Okay. Yes. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like my... my. I don't know. Something in my brain. I can't do it with Vaseline because I just... I don't know. Whatever. I use the CeraVe healing ointment and the healing ointment literally is for like... I mean, you could put it over cuts and whatever. And it actually like accelerates the healing process. So for me, someone that always has like such red skin and dehydrated skin texture i started makeup on and off it can really oh my god and especially when i would now i've embraced filming recently you may have noticed like some of my beauty videos or comedy videos when i'm in full makeup i have my beard on it's because it was like too much when you shave day one it's like all hunky-dory like it's like beautiful super smooth day two if you have to do it back to back Oh, especially the way I needed to shave because I needed to go against the grain to get it super smooth. When I tell you it was nightmare on Elm Street, blood hacked. And then imagine not only are you shaving like that, you're packing Packing makeup makeup into into it. it. So when I tell you it was horrible and then it would I would start to get like the the pores would get clogged. You would see the texture. It was almost like then I had like oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, oatmeal. Literally, it was so bumpy and horrible. It was oatmeal. Oatmeal, And then can we talk about when you go to take it off? Because I'm Uh, the person that goes to put like a cleansing bomb and you go to wipe and it feels like you're stretching uh, the cuts open again. Horrible, horrible. Ah! Yes. So I would literally put this CeraVe. That's when I really started slugging to heal that. But anywho, so so you can do it full face. Obviously, you're going to kind of like, you know, sacrifice your pillow to the gods because it does get on your pillow but yeah, yeah, yeah. basically the concept is is like after your entire skincare routine it's the last step before bed you i mean you could slug during the day too if you're off you could just leave it on throughout the day but it after all of your other skincare you're basically putting it in and what it's doing it's preventing any moisture loss throughout the night so you're almost adding this barrier that's not going to break you out because you make sure to use something like a CeraVe healing ointment that has nothing bad in it that is like fine that you put it on. Mm. It's not going to congest you. It's not going to clog your pores and it's keeping any moisture from leaving the skin. So it's locking it in and it's making everything you're putting on your skin 
10 times more potent throughout the night because you're sealing it in. And then in the morning, obviously just wash your face. But it's the same concept with putting on like a uh, oil because an oil doesn't penetrate the skin. Our bodies are 70% water. Oil does not sink down. So when an esthetician told me this and blew my mind, I asked her about using oils. And she said to me, she was last like, step. honestly, she was like last step before bed. And an oil does the same thing. It's going to seal everything in. People think oils go first. And no, I, girl. I, I tell them anybody that always asks me about skin care i always say too you have to think of what's going to penetrate through each other yes. and i said an oil if you put an oil first everything you're going to look glassy i think we talked yes. about this you're going to look glassy and super like oh i look hydrated water-based so, so you're not it's that not going to sitting penetrate. on top you're just gonna you're basically sloshing this around yeah. and then it's not it's penetrating sitting on top it. you might as well put cellophane over your face and you then might it's not going to go through it's like going through plastic <laughs> It's a little inside joke. I still think about we just play, we had a game night the other day with like me, my husband, Casey and his boyfriend, et cetera. And Kevin, Casey's my husband. Yeah. We had a game night the other day with me and my husband, Casey and his. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a game night the other day with me, my husband, Ka- Kevin and his boyfriend. Three times I just did that. And a game called Bad People. Guys, so fun. And the card was who's most likely to get punched in the face, like whatever the scenario was. Everybody else took the combative route. Like yes. you're going to be drunk and get punched, whatever. Casey, my husband, was the only Suggested one that picked me. Kevin and goes at the end. He goes, well, I picked Kevin. He's like, because I was thinking hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> you're just so gay. I was like. Yeah, everyone, we <gasps> died. You're just such a mincing queen that someone's going to walk up to you and just. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, hey, queen. Yes. Bop. Oh, yeah, my God. I was God. like, oh, thanks, Casey. No problem. Made my night. Um, so funny. Yes. And Wayne Goss posted, check out his video. He posted a great thing, especially what for mature a great skin. Makeup artist. Oh my God. Wayne what Goss a great is incredible. Artist. And if you have dehydrated under eyes, if you want to like dip your toe into the slugging world, he basically just said, do your night routine, do everything, eye cream, etc., And just slug under your eyes, especially if you have dehydrated eyes, start slugging. Mm. Just do it like eye cream. Last step, sleep, wash your face in the morning. And the way the hydration under your eyes, the way you're concerned it's gonna look it'll be a game changer wow yep because i've always been concerned with slugging especially under my eyes because i feel like i get like the milia bumps yes it does under my eye the the cerave healing ointment will help with that it's amazing really yep. all right i gotta try it because i'm really like the first night i did it i, I was like well i'm gonna wake up with seven zits like i was so petrified That's but it, what it, i'm it's scared amazing. of because i feel like i break out so easily no it's like amazing number two is what order should i apply skincare this is a great question. Working in skincare used to get asked this all the time. And you, I think, were the one that simplified it for me the best. You basically mm. said the thinner something is, the earlier it goes in the routine. 100%. Yeah. You can speak to this. And You're great with this. What I love too, because I'm such a skincare fanatic, I- I'm not joking and I'm not exaggerating. When I was 18 or 19 years old, I used to have like very textured skin. And when I started working at Sephora when I was 18, I was like, oh, I'm not doing skincare. I don't need it. I'm so young. Shame on me. So I started taking it seriously. I'm not joking. I show this one photo. I used to have an expression line in my forehead and I got rid of it using retinol pads. (laughs) And I swear to you, I'm going to show you the photo. Literally, it was gone in a year. Gone in a year. Yeah. Because I stopped raising my brows and I was like, okay, I'm going to like focus on skincare because somebody even broke it down for me too. Like when your skin is wet with a serum, certain active ingredients can't go on wet skin. Mm. Like you shouldn't do a toner and then put retinol on. 
Yes. Like your skin should be dry completely. Yes, yes, yes. And it says it too. If you go on the back of your bottle of a retinol, it says unclean, dry skin. It doesn't mm. say unclean skin after toner. We got to do a whole skincare episode. And we've been procrastinating doing it because we yes. both really got to sit down and like do the research, et cetera. But you're so yes. good with this. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. To answer this yeah. question of what order I should apply it in, it really goes from thinnest to thickest. So in, in simplest terms, you're going to cleanse, if not double cleanse, which I always recommend. You're going to... Toner is kind of on the fence for me. I I like a hydrating toner that I like work in like the fresh hydrating toner mm-hmm. or anything like I spray in and then press the toner in. Yes. Serum, moisturizer, eye cream. Yes. Pretty, now, I always want, do you do eye cream after moisturizer if the moisturizer is thick? Because I know you really shouldn't bring the moisturizer under the eye. But sometimes if I'm using a very rich nighttime moisturizer, I will do my eye cream first. There are certain eye creams that I feel like Advanced Night Repair from Estee oh, Lauder. Oh, mud on Advanced Night Repair. The whole thing. That got rid of my, ac- that got rid of my acne scars. I the swear to you, like that whole Amazing. skincare line from Estee Lauder. And even like there are certain eye creams like that I've been using for quite a while that I yeah. feel like I see a difference in and I'm like I don't think these are bullshit are there some that are yeah. like hydrating that I'm like I feel like this is the same formula as the current moisturizer yeah. that they sell too yes so look for eye creams that have good actives in them but I do think to answer your question of when it goes I'm like weird sometimes if I know it's nighttime I'll do it first to create the barrier around my eyes yeah. so I know it's not going to penetrate deep but sometimes I, I just kind of throw it on and when I'm putting my moisturizer on I leave the space like go up to like yes. my cheekbone of like the orbital bone rather yeah and I do it like my moisturizer up to the orbital and then I know just yeah doing it so regularly and religiously I know that I'm going like I know where everything's going so I know I yeah. won't but but thinner the better always serum before moisturizer oh 100% yes. and when you're doing eye cream just don't put your actives around your eye I think that's vitamin C retinol lactic unless yeah. it's in your eye cream don't put your facial serums under your eye because usually those are formulated to be a bit stronger yes. so just have that in mind when you're doing it totally number three how do you cover dark spots okay I feel like we used to get this question a lot yes and I'm talking like if you have like a one off dark yes. spot now I have a particular routine and what I want to see if I think we have something very similar that we do. Probably. The NARS soft matte concealer pots. Yep. So the age old question of do I put foundation first or concealer first? I used to be a huge supporter of cover what you can with foundation, then conceal. Wrong. Flip it. Flip it. Yep. Put that thing down, flip it and reverse it. Missy <gasps> Elliott. <laughs> flip it and reverse it. Yeah. Um, I would do spot conceal. Yes. Not blend it out fully. Yes. Put that foundation on over it. Yes, girl, because you're you're doing a coat of paint and then you're like putting different color paint on top of that paint. Oh, mama. Do that the concealer job. first. Yes. And I love yeah. something like a cream concealer, like the NARS soft matte concealer, Bobbi Brown, even the Bobbi Brown color corrector. Catrice also oh, has great the, ones, but they're hard to the find. Do you remember the Catrice one? I know. The... They came out with it again, but I think it's online only, but that's a great affordable one. Oh. Um, but it's the cream in a little, little pot. The reason those are the best are because when you spot conceal with it and you can like stipple it in with your finger a cream like that when you then go in with foundation on top of it it's gonna relatively stay where you put it and add the second layer on where if you use liquid concealer and then go in with the liquid foundation it's all gonna kind of blend together and you're gonna end up saying like 
the spots bleeding through. We spot conceal with a cream concealer like the NARS Soft Matte, the Bobbi Brown Color Correctors, the Catrice. Put it where you need it on that dark spot. And especially if it's a darker spot, that's where you can lean into the color correctors like Bobbi Brown, etc. Because mm-hmm. it's going to color correct the darkness. And then go in with your foundation afterwards. Yeah. And what I love doing too, I don't know, was it you maybe that taught me this? It was something when I like changed my life too. When I was doing color corrector, especially under eye or even like for the face, when you do your color corrector, you, I'm talking, you take a fine amount of setting powder and roll it on top. So it's almost dry again, like skin. And then you put the concealer. I think you taught me that years ago. And I got changed my life because you're preventing it from mixing and you know one of the most genius things ever taught to me in makeup okay there was a girl we used to work with a woman we used to work with at sephora nicole barnes (gasps) one One of the best makeup makeup artists artists i have ever met in my life we used to have people coming in who wanted us to cover tattoos or cover hickeys which like at sephora like okay she taught me something that Blew my mind covering a tattoo because I would always go in Mm -hmm. with liquid color correctors. She took the Kat Von D orange eyeliner, painted all over the tattoo. Why? Because it completely dried down. It dried down like an eyeliner. And then she went in with foundation or concealer on top of it because it was not going to mix. Blew my gourd. And literally, that is the same concept. You are dusting the littlest bit of translucent powder on top of that that color correction. So there's a a barrier Barrier. between the two. So it just doesn't end up mixing and turning orange. Wow. Yeah. What if it... That she was unreal. Phenomenal makeup artist. She Un- was unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah, makeup she artist. Is unbelievable wherever she is in the world. Yes. Um, okay, number four. How do I clean my makeup brushes? This is a topic that I'm very passionate about. Take it away. Yet I'm not great at it myself. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a couple ways to do it. There is spot cleaning and deep cleaning. Mary, you better get that Cinema Secrets, get a <gasps> spot cleaning brush, you know, the, with the little tin. Yes. You put, you dip your little brush, you know, not even a quarter of the way in, and you wipe that brush till it's clean. Oh, I literally, with the Cinema Secrets, so Cinema Secrets is like super, well, is antibacterial, mm-hmm. will totally clean the brushes, everything will come flooding out. I buy the Cinema Secrets on Amazon, put it For in the a spray jumbo? bottle. Yep. Put it oh, in yeah. a spray bottle, spray it on a paper towel, and when you go back and forth with your brushes, your brushes will be squeaky clean. Yes. Only thing about the Cinema Secrets, because it's so antibacterial, she has a scent. So do not use this right before you do your makeup. No. You want to like do this the night before because then it, they'll be totally... They know. do have uh, a tropical lemon scent now. Yes. So it's... I actually prefer... No change in the formula. Yeah. It, and I felt like the blue one... Uh, does it leave a residue on your brushes? Like sometimes my, your brushes look blue if you don't get it all out? Or is that just me? Uh, no, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like with the tropical lemon one, I don't get that because it's clear. Yeah. But I feel like I don't get that that lingering scent yeah, yeah, either, yeah. which I really love. But I will say, when you do that, make sure your brushes lay flat too. Because mm-hmm. if any moisture gets to the ferrule of the brush, it will loosen the glue in the ferrule and then your hairs are coming out. So the ferrule is the like metal binding where basically all the brush hairs are held together. 
together. So that's the thing about cleaning your brushes fully with like water and And et cetera, which I use sometimes you can honestly use like, uh, put in a cup, a little bit of water. You could use Dawn dish soap. Sometimes I use shampoo. I've used uh, clarifying shampoo. Yes. I was looking for the word clarifying shampoo gets in there because it detoxes the brushes too. And then for natural hair brushes, I take a little conditioner to hydrate the hairs again. So they don't, because sometimes you know how they start to break. If you have natural hair brushes, you'll know like they start to snap. It's like hair. So you want to, I condition them a little bit and rinse it right out and really get it like all out. So you don't have a residue. But that's the thing. The more you get your, the neck of your brush wet, it might start to shed on yeah. you. So that's why I'm a big proponent of something like Cinema Secrets for all the in-betweens. Mm. Just because it's going to ruin Secrets the is But antibacterial. it does completely disinfect them. So yeah. I'd rather do that and I'm, let them... I'm yeah. the same way. I do. I only deep clean my brushes, which I know I need to do. When my friends come over and they see my brushes, they're like, oh God. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you have so many. And I'm like, yeah, but like when they're dirty, girl, I don't have time. I got to move on. I, totally, we, we totally. got to move on. So yeah. how do I clean them? How often I should clean them? That's a great question. So yeah. clean them we just explained to make sure you lay them flat sigma used to have the thing where you used to put them upside down so the water would drip down and never down into the yeah, brush which yeah, was yeah. genius lay them flat to dry on a towel overnight and yeah. then clean them yeah like i would say like girl once a week once yeah. a week with that cinema secrets and it's then so easy with the once cinema a secrets. month maybe yeah. i would recommend deep cleaning them like really getting in there and laying them flat to dry overnight as well if not mm-hmm. two nights number five we have what does vitamin c do this conversation always gets to me because I feel like a lot of vitamin C's claim to do very different things. What vitamin C does, basically very, very simple, putting it a little bit more easy for everyone, is the BLT is the way it was always put to me. So bright and light and tighten. Shut the fuck up. I never heard that. So it's like the BLT of skincare. Um, so it's going to brighten, it's going to lighten, it's going to tighten. So what does that mean? So brightening, dark spots lightening any hyperpigmentation and tightening obviously firming vitamin c's aren't made equal there's thd ascorbate which is a little bit more potent and it's going to be a little bit more anti-aging it's going to be a little bit more targeted for dark spots so you'll see them with like a 15 sometimes a 20 but it's not as stable that's where it starts to get a little dicey vitamin c is a very hard thing to keep stable on the shelf before you purchase things to watch out for in your vitamin c is it should be in an opaque packaging. So if the vitamin C, and I also recommend them somebody, a lot of things like this, like your retinols, your vitamin Cs, your, your more potent ingredients. If you spend the money on anything, get it in a serum. Because like we explained with how you should apply things, the reason you do that is because the thinner something is, the deeper it's going to penetrate into Mm. the skin. So a serum is going all the way down like much deeper and a moisturizer is just for the top layer of the skin, really where your serum is penetrating way down deep and doing things like your tightening and your brightening yes. and your whatever. So I would recommend getting these products in a serum and then your moisturizer could be fucking Olay from Walmart. So the reason I said that was if you're looking for a vitamin C serum or a retinol serum, Especially in vitamin C, the packaging should be opaque. You should not be able to see the serum because light exposure to vitamin C almost immediately is going to kill the active ingredients. It's going to make it much. And the efficacy of the product, you're going to use it for three months and not see a difference. Yes, because it's going to, by the time you're done halfway through the bottle, it's not going to be doing what it's supposed to be doing anymore. Also, when you see a color change in vitamin C, that's not always necessarily a bad thing. Yes. Vitamin C sometimes goes to an alarming dark orange color. 
brownie. And it's yeah. almost an amber color, completely normal. Mm-hmm. So that is something to not be alarmed by. Now, there is a difference that if vitamin C start to turn in smell yes. um, and consistency. Sometimes fresh vitamin C's can smell a little weird. Fine. Okay, so you just took the words out of my mouth real quick. I was going to say the other thing to watch out for is if your vitamin C serum smells like Sunny Delight... No, that means there's tons of fragrance in it. Vitamin C in its pure form kind of smells like shit. Like, you remember the Dr. Gross vitamin C? Smelled like hot dog water, yes, girl. Yes, it does. Regular, pure vitamin C does not smell good. So if you're getting a vitamin C serum and it smells like Tropicana, yeah, Tropicana yeah. like orange juice, yeah, it's so, that's not good. Yeah, it should right. not smell great. And n- not a vitamin C product, but if you're just on the the path of serums here, if your retinol is a yellow, it's actually better. They say that your your retinol should be, when you pump it out, should almost be a yellowy color. Mm. And that's how you know it's a good, stable retinol that's love. not going to throw uh, like throw off your pH. Mm. So like what I love too, and, and especially, dry you out. exactly, yeah. the vitamin C and the retinol serum from Drunk Elephant too, which mm. everybody sees them all over TikTok. The vitamin C, what I love that they do, two separate parts. It comes in the powder and the liquid. You have to mix the liquid into the powder so then when you shake <gasps> it up, activate it yourself. It's fresh. Wow. So you do it just the one time, shake it up till all that powder is dissolved and it's the um, THD ascorbic powder in there and then you mix the liquid into it and it's fresh and ready to go. So what would you say too, because I always used to, people would ask me kind of from an anti-aging standpoint, the difference between when they should maybe do vitamin C versus retinol. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell people if you are, you know, 30 or above, you can use either. Yeah, 30 or above, you could use either. Maybe take it slow with retinol, maybe do it something that's a little more more mild and then upgrade. But I used to say if you're like 50 or older, retinol over vitamin C, unless you have the brightening and lightening aspect you need, where if you have dark spots, sunspots, that's where you really should still have the vitamin C because it's going to lighten and even the skin tone much better. So I always used to say like 30 to 45, 50 is your vitamin C and then 50 is older retinol, unless you're 50 and older and need that lightening. Yeah. And I even would go to the next point and even say, if you kind of want to encompass all of that vitamin C during the day, retinol at night. Retinol is not to be used every night of the week. You're only doing that one to three times a week, depending on your sensitivity. If you are sensitive to retinol, Mm -hmm. start with once a week. Moisturizer on top, always. Really hydrate your skin. You're depending on the retinol that you're using, but you always need to retinol serum, put a moisturizer on top. Yeah. Vitamin C during the day, because then when your skin, when you're essentially, when you are getting rid and of that top layer of skin with that retinol, the next day when you go to use a vitamin C, now it's even going to work even better that you've gotten that layer off and now you're going in with a vitamin C, a good moisturizer and SPF is crucial. Yes. I was just going to say negotiable. Never use retinol during the day. And if you use vitamin C during the daytime, you have to follow it with a, SPF. SPF. I don't even care. I don't know how old. I don't care how old you are. (laughs) If you are 14 or 40, SPF during the day. If that is the only thing that you walk away from this episode with. Yes. SPF. And let me put the fear of God in you. Not only because like, oh, it could damage whatever like thing you think we're telling you to wear SPF after vitamin C during the day. If you wear vitamin C without SPF during the day, whatever dark spots, whatever sun damage you're trying to lighten, you are going to make them darker rather than if you didn't wear any vitamin C at all. It will literally right. worsen it 
twice as quick. So yeah. you have to do SPF after uh, vitamin C. It's almost like going, it's like laying out on the beach with nothing on your skin or putting right. vegetable oil on your skin and laying out on no, the beach. No, and then like, you're, you're, you're better off You have a sunburn nothing. and you're scratching it off and be like, all right, let's go back in the sun and see if it helps. And yes, then yes, you're yes, getting yes, a, yes. like a third degree burn. Let's scratch that layer off and mm-hmm. go back. You're, you're doing more harm than good if yeah, you're not yeah, doing yeah. SPF. So do SPF. Go. Number six, <laughs> quite the 90 degree turn here. How do I do a smoky eye? <laughs> How do we summarize this in two seconds? Yeah. But, okay, smoky eye doesn't... There's levels to it, too. Yes, and smoky eye right out of the gate has nothing to do with color. You could do a smoky eye with any color. It has to do with darkness and how high you're bringing that darkness. Mm. Basically, if you are bringing a darker shade, a dark brown, a dark blue, a dark purple, a dark green, a black, if you are bringing it higher where you can see it on the brow bone when the eye is open, I would consider that a smoky eye. Not a smoky eye is if you're wearing no darkness, you're only doing mid-tone transition shades, a bright lid color, call it a day, or if you're tucking and keeping your darkness down low, almost like an eyeliner. But if you are bringing that darkness up above the crease where you can see it when the eye is open, that's a smoky eye. Well, and that's the thing too, is that I think my interpretation is just as much as yours. The smoky eye of like having smoky liner is not a smoky eye to nope, me. That's smoky that liner. to me. And yeah. that, well, and that's the thing when people used to say to us all the time, I want a smoky eye. And then they would pull up a picture and I'm like, this is just a soft brown crease with a shimmer lid. Shut up. Yes. It was never a smoky eye. Never. Yeah. And I would get, I was so excited. And there was I know. one of the very few times somebody said, I want a smoky eye and pulled up a picture. I nearly passed out because it was like a hot pink crease <gasps> with a black lid, wow. like all smoked out. And I was like, it was You're actually kidding. a smoky eye. I was like, this yeah. is a smoky eye. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so in the sense of if you want to go real artistry, I always do. Like, I absolutely love doing smoky eyes. So I would always start brow bone work down. Yes. One of the pro artists for Sephora, incredible makeup artist, Eliza, she always said when you're adding black to the eye, she goes, that should be the last color you're putting on. Mm-hmm. So I would always start with my light and work all the way down, do my crease colors, do all my crease work. And then I would take a black eyeshadow base yes. from P. Louise. Now they have House Labs, Danessa, put one of those down as a stickier coat and having a, a deeper base to an eyeshadow when you have all that groundwork. And now that it's almost like that hazy black doesn't have to be perfect, you start to pack that black shadow and it's so rich. I used to get it all the time when I would do a black base first before a, like a black lid. And especially this is why I always do eyes first to avoid all the fallout. Mm-hmm. Yes, it matters what black shadow you're using, but it also counts as the base. Because if you think about it, if you're using such a light base and you're going to pack a black shadow, it's not going to give the same like rich deep effect that deep rich color deep rich color so it (laughs) it does matter and then when you go back into blend out the black with like those Mm -hmm. lighter shades and then back into that whatever shade is in the crease it just makes everything blend so much more seamless when you go back in and then once i go down to like pack it all i go back up to make sure it's a nice seamless blend 100 percent. that could be a whole thing within itself that could be a 45 minute episode. Yeah, yeah. And then the last question is, how do I know my undertone? (gasps) Do you remember the trick? Veins? Yeah, the veins. I always had a hard time with it on myself. I couldn't tell. Like I, they always say green is warm, blue is cool. And if you see both, you're neutral. Neutral. 
the veins in your arm. Mine are mostly blue, which I would say I'm more cool tone. Looking through my skin, it has a little bit of a greenish. So I always end up going with neutral is usually the best for me. I feel like, and this is something I learned too, even working and color matching people throughout the years and doing it so many times. I feel like if you're kind of in between where you're like, oh, cool, kind of like looks a little too pinky gray on me and warms pull too yellow, when in doubt, go neutral. Agreed. Because neutral has... the balance of both so it's gonna work and every other product like bronzer etc that's gonna warm you up so yeah. always go back from warmth with your base yeah and you could always add warmth and, and that's warm never a problem too adding yeah. cooling is a is a problem that's hard because not many 100 yeah. yeah and there are things too like there are so many different ways to like gold and silver jewelry if if silver oh, jewelry yeah. looks best on you you're probably more cool if gold jewelry looks better you're probably more warm if you can pull gold. up both exactly yeah. so that's Things like really, that. I always end up going more neutral for that reason yeah. or cool because I can always add warmth in. Yeah. And for people that are more naturally, like if you do have strong, warm or cool undertones, obviously go with the one that matches yes. you better. But where someone like me, where I'm, I feel like I have naturally a lot of red and very fair here, mm-hmm. but my face holds more color, Yes, which is odd too. And I feel like I felt like so weird at one point because I was like, I'm matching my face, but it doesn't match here. Which another thing is never trust beauty brands when they say that it's warm, <laughs> neutral and cool because Mm. I mean, the amount of times I've almost whipped a foundation tester across Sephora, pumping out something that is labeled C, and it's Simpsons yellow. And let's talk about the... So you got to trust your eyes. Like, you know, warm, neutral, cool. Like, yeah, so... Undertones and foundation, too. If we're talking the MAC way, Mm. MAC originated. So warm, when your skin gets warm, you get flushed. You get pink. So their cool tones are more yellow. Cool tones are greens, those olives. That's cool toned. And then neutral is both. Yeah, MAC Mac is always the exact opposite. So that's what I mean. You got to like just trust what you see with your your eyes. And when in doubt, too, always color match. I always color match on my neck. Because again, I have so much redness in my skin that if I match my face with the redness, which actually my redness almost acts as my color. It darkens my skin in a way. So if I match my face, my foundation is going to be too dark because my neck with no redness, I match my neck and then bring it up, which then I feel a little bit pale because I've taken away all the redness, but then I add the the color back in with bronzer, contour, and blush. Yes, that's kind of the rule of thumb. Most Googled questions. And I'm sure these are some of your questions and maybe we'll do a part two of this. I know. Your own questions. Hope we helped. We will be right back after this with a purchase or pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with another edition of Purchase or Pass. Let's dive right in. All what right, do we have let's first? do it. So we have the Makeup Forever, the new reformulated. Um, I'm going to say this is probably a new product reformulated to the... HD Skin Concealer uh, retails for $29. There is 20 shades. So less shades than they did because they took say, away they took away a lot of unnecessary shades, which okay. I actually appreciate because there was a lot of colors that were too close together where I was like, these colors, I know, it was I like know. 10, 11, 12, all look the same to me, I no know. shade. Yeah. Um, and I, I used to have all three of them. And then now this one, I've seen all the colors in person and I actually 
love this formula for okay. someone that doesn't need a lot of coverage. Okay. Um, I will say it's definitely buildable, but it has a lot of skincare packed in it. Nice. So I love this. I yeah, would it has hyaluronic this. acid. Ooh, soft with soft focus powder, a blurring effect. I love that. Yes. Coated pigment. So it's a it's a thinner formula, but it is more pigmented. But yeah. you were saying you might need a little bit of a color corrector if you have like if yeah, a lot like of you might have to maybe get two shades, one that maybe pulls a little more peach and yeah. then pop that or just use a color corrector, Natasha Denona, Moira, whatever yes. you prefer. But yeah, I the formula feels really great. Super lightweight, thin, builds I put like three or four layers on and I didn't feel it. Wow. I'm so excited. this was great. Yeah. I got it in PR, but I haven't tried this yet. Yeah. I tend to really love makeup forever complexion products. Like yeah. that's something really, that I feel like they're it's a hit for great. Me. This okay. was purchase. All right. Yeah. Purchase. What's next? We have not the glazed donut in the photo. Yeah. So this is the glazed donut setting powder, I believe. Do you want a glazed hole? Literally. Do you want to melt? Oh. So what is this melt finishing so powder? So it's a finishing powder with a, let's call it what it is. It's a shimmering finishing yeah. powder. Okay. $39. I'm not mad at how I love that dark, dark shade. Because rarely do you see finishing powders going that dark. Yeah. But um, Girl, I just I'm think just, for $39. That's what, I, like a finishing powder this glowy. I, I don't know. I just feel like melt price points. I've never points. heard of melt. No? I've never heard of melt. All the eyeshadow palettes, the stacks, the dark matter stack remember the magnetic it was like four colors and they would stack up oh maybe you know them probably and to me with something like this i don't know what it is about like a glowy setting powder like this like a finishing powder i would rather a powder foundation that is very well formulated and then i would rather something with less coverage for a finishing powder like the hourglass ambient lighting powders and let my powder foundation do what it's supposed to do and vice versa. This seems like a weird in-between where it's almost giving... Exactly. It feels like a shimmering powder foundation, which I don't know if I want that. It's going to give the same effect as a finishing powder. Yeah, so, I'm and just, especially for 39 I don't want to be ambiguous about it. And this feels like a risk for $39. Yeah, it's just... I'm sorry. It is a pass. I usually love Melt products. Eyeshadow formulas, love them. But this okay. is strange. All right. Oh, God. Was that a good or bad guy? Bad. Really? This to me screams, we are so out of touch. Yeah, yeah. So this is, what is this? This is the MAC Cosmetics Astrology Collection. It was an astrology. I forget the the name of it, but it's all the astrological signs. Signs on lipsticks. So I remember when, do you remember when Wet n Wild did a collection like this? And it was like the Virgo, whatever. I feel like this to me, there's eyeshadows, there's lipsticks, and then one shade of their finishing powder (laughs) or highlighter. Like, I don't know, honestly. Honestly, the graphics of this is giving very like profusion. What is uh, that? Uh, Lisa fu- Frank. Lisa Frank. <laughs> That's what I. Yes, Lisa Frank. <gasps> oh. It's giving like no. I'm sorry. I said profusion. They really. I God forgive Don't me. Don't shit on profusion. Sorry. That was my first bridal palette. Don't you dare put disrespect on Lisa Frank. <laughs> Casey just came in to yell at us for not putting disrespect on Lisa Frank's name. No, this we're saying boo-boo. look at the promo. Doesn't it look like Lisa Frank? Doesn't it look like Lisa Frank? That's not Lisa Frank? No, that's no. Mac. Wow. Yeah, wave to the people. 
I yeah, just no. wanted her stuff. Oh, of no. course. Every gay boy wanted Lisa Frank. But this is different. Lisa Frank was popping. This is given Oogie spooky. I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I don't. Um, yeah. So I... lipsticks, I mean, uh, and honestly, too, they already have these lipsticks uh, on Gondola. I don't know if these are re-promoted shades, which Mac is notorious for that, if it's a re-promoted shade Probably. in a new collection. But, like, honestly, the colors are disappointing, too. If this was a cool, with all, like, the packaging being so fun and pastel and colorful, yeah. If the lipsticks and the products matched, I would be into it. It's the same black what component is- and they just put the name on the side. Like, it's not even like really cool packaging. You know what I mean? It's not cool colors either. I know, it, it's I boring. Know. Mac used to be doing the damn thing and this is boring. I'm gonna yeah, pass before Kevin throws up. Ooh, okay. So now we have from Profusion came out with a <laughs> Jurassic Park line. Why are you laughing at me? Because I just shaded Profusion. I know you, and mother. This is- Stunning. Oh, do you see these duochrome, duochrome liquid shadows? Liquid shadows. <gasps> stunning. And the swatches look stunning. The wow. eyeshadow palette at the time of recording is sold out. But I will say, I mean, when I started doing bridal makeup and I like didn't have a lot of money, a neutral profusion wow. was like all the matte eyeshadows I used. Look and then when you open the it up, there's pairs. I know. The custom pan with the dinosaur footprint. I, I know. Gotta listen up. Liquid blushes, which their liquid blush formula is Whoa. amazing. Tell me you do not want. Well, I love. I'm obsessed with Jurassic Park. Tell me you don't want that yellow fanny pack. I want. Do you know, okay, I've never seen Jurassic Park. I've seen like pieces of it, but never watched the full thing. What? I know. I've never seen it. Kevin, I've seen Jurassic Park fifty times. It. Oh my God. Let alone from a historical standpoint of like movies, like what they did with that movie, like the dinosaur. Okay. Well, we're watching Ju- Jurassic Park after this. Well, Jurassic Park only came out like what? 10 years ago or something? Kevin, Kevin. I'm just kidding. I know it was remade with Chris Pratt. I just wanted to and get those under were your skin. Horrible. Oh, Jurassic no, Park the original. I'm talking the originals. Yes. They were, I remember watching it and I was like this to me, like you could tell real me dinosaurs. this was real life yes. and I would believe you. And that's the first time they ever did animatronics like that. Yes. The bit, yeah. And it was, was, uh, uh, absolutely. And it was like CGI was like at such CGI a CGI was like invented for inve- that movie. Yeah. And yes. it was flawless. Amazing. But this collection, I am like floored. It and makes then, me want to go watch Jurassic Park I know. now. And then look, these are body glitters. Fierce. And oh it my also God, green, green and, like orange. and orange, but then it also comes in blue and pink. Yes. Wow. And then look at that Jurassic Park mirror, the pink, love with the alligator skin and the bag. Oh my I god, love I love her. It. And, and I'm not even kidding you. And everything. and everything is so affordable too, I so this do, is crazy. It would have taken me forever to pull all the prices of this up, but I'm not even kidding you. I'm pretty sure just for perspective, the eyeshadow palette, which is obviously the most the biggest product was like $16. So everything else was like nothing. A lot of these super, super, and I don't mean this as a read, cheapo brands are some of the best at like they're over going here, the mile. Yeah, they're over here coming out with full blown collections. Yes. Where like other brands that have the money are like dropping like a shadow. Revolution is coming out with stuff and it's just the same components and the whatever, like and the same. The Rick and Morty color. was the last one that surprised oh, me. Light. Oh, that was Glam Light. See? Yeah, Revolution, because it's not even that cheap. No. Like this is so and the quality of the eyeshadow Gorgeous. formula is awesome. Wow. For all of this, like the collection, we didn't even include everything. I'm telling you, just go to Perfusion's website. It goes on and on and on. There is so much more in this collection we didn't even include. Really? Yes. The yellow fanny pack. There was like a yellow mirror with like, there is so much in this collection. It's not even funny. I love this. I would honestly, I would purchase if they had like a giant like box of everything. I 
would buy everything. I know. Most of the bundles were sold out when I looked, but I hope they come back with it. But a lot of the wow. individuals were still for sale. And this, if you're, I mean, a Jurassic Park fan, I need that fanny pack like tomorrow. So gorgeous. Purchase. Purchase everything. Next up, we have the Givenchy. The, uh, <laughs> You got caught up by your French. You got Givon, lost. It's Givenchy. You got lost in your French. I did. Givenchy. It's oh. a loose blush. So loose powder blush. Two things. A, $43. Have a good one. Goodbye. Second, I don't trust a loose blush. I would be so nervous about it being patchy. And also, too, what if I pick up more of one color than the other? And if what if I not? What if I don't shake it up well enough? Yeah. And then I'm getting like more lavender pink here, and then like weird pastel pink here. I, I, girl, I don't know about a loose blush, and then I gotta mix it myself. I, it's a I good. Know. I feel like they had these. A while ago, and these are redone now. Probably. But I don't know how I feel. Like, setting powder is one thing, because you could really, like, shake her up. But, like, the blush, I don't know. And also, too, you know for a blush, these are going to be smaller than the setting powders. And $43. Totally. Girl. And I love the Givenchy loose setting powder. It's yeah. amazing. So, Great. I'm sure the formula is lovely, but I don't know if I want my blush loose. Do you know what I would the love? The only thing I want loose, I <laughs> I don't want my blush loose. And for $43, no, girl. Yeah, you know what I would love? If these were in quads, like if it was just like a blush quad, if it was like four different colors in one pan, not separated, and I just swirl my brush in it. Without a doubt, because then you're getting four blushes for $43. And if I want to swirl it or use them separately. Yeah. 100%. Givenchy, hire me. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, so sorry. Unless you take Kevin's idea. As of now, she's going to be a pass. Yeah, sorry, girl. Okay, <laughs> next up, Charlotte Tilbury. At this point, I swear to God, this is not a Charlotte Tilbury hate podcast. But this is why I'm mad at her. This, you know what, girl? What's your brand identity? It's like a weird summer flush stick. This, like, grab a stick at the beach and roll it on. Cool. Not for $40, because you know this is translucent. This has probably barely any pigment. It's going to be glowy as hell, where it's going to make any oily person look like they just dipped their face in Pam. Enough. And do you know what's really, what I don't love about this, too, is that this product, I think, was already out at one point, probably. and they brought it back. And But it just it irritates me, too, because what are these colors for all skin tones? These are the I three know. shades that you have for all skin tones. No, girl. And it's not flattering, girl. I'm Which, what over is that darker, darker tone? Brown? Yes. What is this? A blush? Yes. It, it, they're supposed to be blushes. Brown. Well, it's supposed to, I feel like what this is, is a ripoff of the NARS multiple sticks. Mm, you know, okay. like the shimmery multiple sticks where they have the yeah. Copacabana and then the Orgasm and, mm-hmm. the, and the South Beach one. I feel like that's exactly what this is, this is supposed to be. And I'm just like, Girl, $40. Again, this is not a Charlotte Tilbury hate podcast, but this is so ridiculous at this point. I'm sick and tired. They take these pinks and say, how many products can we put them in? I'm surprised they didn't put a fourth shade called Pillow Talk. If uh, Trust me, Kevin, when I did a screenshot of this and I looked at the shade names, I... There was fire in my eyes. I scanned and I was like, if I see the word pillow talk, I'm throwing them in this laptop. I'm sorry, um, guys. This like one and done glide on stuff, because that's the thing. I look to luxury brands at a high price point for artistry unique. and their formula. Exactly. I look for hot for for difficult products to make. 
Florence by Mills at Ulta makes a glide on translucent teenager blush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't go to Charlotte Tilbury to buy a $40 at the beach swipe on blush. No, I you come here for the charisma, the, the uniqueness, the, the nerve, nerve and, and the talent. talent. <laughs> like, I don't come here for this, especially for $40. No, this is- Sorry, girl. Boo boo. It's a pass. pass. If you didn't, if you didn't understand, that was a pass. I know, I know. And last but not least, we have from Patrick Ta. What is it? A matte lipstick and then a lip cream. Yep. So these are both shade expansions. Okay. Or shade extensions. Expansions. Both. Expand. Okay. Yeah. I, expansions, I don't know why. Extend, I, expansion, expansions probably. Didn't. So we have a shade extension mm-hmm. of uh, the lip creams and then the uh, velvet lipsticks, whatever they are called. Yes. I love that they came out with neutral shades. The original in the lipstick formula, there was five original shades. So it was an orange, a pink, a berry, a red, and a nude. Okay. And now there is like more neutral options. I think there's five total new shades of like these, like I'm going to call them bridal colors of ranging for all skin tones of like these bridal toned lips. Mm -hmm. And I love this. I was waiting for this. Patrick Ta is usually that aesthetic of more like clean, glowy makeup with yes. like neutral everything. But these, you know, pops of color, which I loved that he came out with those five colors yeah. first. And now these, I love them. Yeah. Especially the colors like flushed, blushing, shy. I just love, love, love yeah. these colors. And the fact that it's the same coinciding colors as the lip creams, the lipsticks. Mm. Love that. I absolutely oh, okay. love that. It's, um, it's the same colors, but in different, in the two different formulas. Yes. And what yeah. I love too, Patrick Todd does no. Not, the, not all, because there's definitely not brighter all. ones in the lipsticks than the creams. Yeah, the lip creams were all neutral. He did not have the lip creams in the five bright colors. Okay. But had five nudes. She's unapologetic in the lip cream is such a beautiful nude. Okay. Oh yeah. my god. I was god. gonna say I'm more drawn to the lip creams here. Yes. The nudes are stunning. You would love the formula of the matte lip though, because you don't okay. like a matte lip. You like that more no. velvety, slightly moist texture. Yes, yes, That's yes. what these are. Love. This is that knobla but I have texture. To say, I'm not in love with the colors of the lipsticks. I know. That's my only thing though. If they had a lipstick. And she's unapologetic. Yeah. And she's secure. Yeah. And yeah, I wish they did. She's that. independent and she's competent. All of the nudes in the lip creams, which are stunning, do not have coinciding lipsticks. I know. And in the lipsticks, I just think like I wouldn't wear the orange, the pink, that brown. The red is nice, but a red's a red. The she's single in the lipsticks is too that weird Peach. in between a yeah. peachy brown. Shy is like too pink. Flushed is a nice bridal, but who's wearing that on a daily basis? And then the other three are like just dusty mauves. They're like dead cool tones. I think what you've just done right now. Yeah. Is that you brought me down to earth again. I know. You've, I don't like these lipsticks. I love actually, the lip creams. Yeah. You've brought me back down to earth I on know. this one. I'm going to say. So I'm going to pass on the lipsticks and it's going to be a purchase on the lip creams. creams, but you definitely need to swatch them. You need to like that texture. It's wow. going to be a, a soft purchase on the creams and a pass on the sticks. I agree with you. Wow. I mean, some colors of the lipsticks I do like, yeah. but the, it was the original, the pink one I love, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Out of the new products, I'm going to pass. Sorry, Patrick Todd. Alrighty, guys, that is it for a brand new episode of Beautiful or Bothered. Thank you so much for listening and watching. You said beautiful or bothered. Oh, Thank you guys so much for listening or watching to a brand... Nope. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching to a brand new... 
to a brand new episode. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching to a brand new episode of why does that sound so weird? I know it does sound weird. I don't know why. Make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel for your video episode one day early on Sunday. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where the podcast is available to stream everywhere on Mondays. Leave us a little five star review if you can. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode. Wherever you are, we hope you are happy, safe and healthy. And remember, girl, you are beautiful. Bye, guys. Bye. I came as soon as I heard. (laughs) 